Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. We're here to help you become more profitable at sports betting, and we have a terrific show planned for you today. PlayUp Sportsbook presents the Phil Nason Show. Sign up for an account and find out why PlayUp is always your best bet. That's playup.com. Cash with Flash Best Bets, we've got you covered in all the major U.S. sports, daily free picks, premium betting packages. Cash with Flash has you covered. Head on over, sign up for the free pit, or actually get the free picks. Sign up for one of our packages and Cash with Flash. That's cashwithflash.com. We have a very special appearance. He's out in Vegas. It's about 7.30 in the morning on Thursday. Please welcome John Burgess to the show. What's happening, dude? How's Vegas? My man, Phil, what's going on? Vegas is Vegas. Is Vegas. It's, uh, it's lights, action, excitement, sports betting. Little blackjack. Um, woke up this morning and said, "You know, I better grab a cup of coffee." I took a left turn to the bar and grabbed a Bloody Mary. <laughs> you know, just to get things going. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Oh, well, as long as my wife doesn't listen to the show, it'll stay in Vegas. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, that's pretty true. <laughs> but it's pretty true. But it, you know what? There are sports books now all over the United States. I've been in sports books all over the world, as have you. There's and I lived in Vegas for almost twenty years. There's nothing better than or for the general atmosphere and just uh, the hustle, the bustle. Las Vegas is number one to watch a football game. I still think. Oh, absolutely! On Sunday, I'll be watching NFL over at Circus Sports, which, as as I've said before, is just an amazing place. Derek Stevens is a total visionary, and um, I think they should. Just make all of Fremont Street, Fremont Street, brought to you by Derek Stevens. Um, but it's just awesome. Uh, I, I can't wait till Sunday. I can imagine. I can only imagine. But you know what? I can't wait till Saturday. Yeah, We're going to talk game, about tonight's Army game Navy. in a minute, but we've got the Army-Navy game. Yes, we do, my friend. And I think, what do you have right now? Army minus seven and a half, I'm seeing. Yep. With a total of 34 points. What a low the total, Sharks huh? Sharks like the under. Yeah, that's a, it, it, you know, it's a it's a it's a bit historically close game. You one thing I want to say about the Army Navy game is a lot of these guys, most of them, if not all of them, from both teams, um, the seniors on Navy, they'll be playing their last football game uh, probably in their life. This is the last chance for the seniors the seniors, that is, to put their helmet and shoulder pads on and get out and compete. And so 
you know, a lot of people would look at the game like Army's got a good team. Navy's three and eight. Army's eight and three. Um, you know, seven and a half points. People would tend to think that Army could crush Navy, but let's face it, the weather in uh, New York, they're playing at MetLife Stadium, I believe, this this year. Rain and wind. It's not going to affect the air game because there is no air game. There is no air game. Yes, that's right. (laughs) There is none. And, you know, when it comes to college kickers, I'm I'm a little hard on college kickers because they're so inconsistent. But let's face it, neither Army or Navy – are recruiting the top college kickers in the country. Tough to get into either one of those schools. And I give those guys just so much credit. The life of a cadet to play football and to go to school, this has got to be one of the toughest, uh, toughest situations for any college athlete to play at one of the military academies. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely for sure. I went up to West Point... I guess it was about 20 years ago, and I watched the tennis team practice. I, I still do tennis and right. uh, and did religiously at that point, and I was amazed at the structure of their day. I mean, most college kids don't go through what they do. You know, they have hours in the classroom. They have personal training things that they do. They're always on call in case there's a serious emergency. And the athletes, sports is like the third thing there. And they still come up with some great things. Army. You know, Army is second in the nation in rushing yards allowed. It's amazing, isn't it? It is. And they have not played a a candy schedule either. No, they haven't. Navy's played the easier schedule and not showing showing me anything. But, you know, going back to just the the way these teams play, you know, the the option, they're going to pound the ball. Um it's going to be a wet ball. I expect turnovers. Um, I just think that um, you know it's going to be a good game to watch. It's the only it's the only game on the schedule as far as you know. This is the, this finishes out the regular season of college football, and no better way to do it than Army Navy. This year it's twenty years after nine eleven. They're playing ten miles from where the towers went down. It's just going to be a special atmosphere. It's going to be packed. Um, I'm looking for a great game. I, I just think it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be warm, too. It'll be like 60, 65 degrees for most of the day on Saturday. We're having unseasonably warm weather here in the Northeast. I lived right about, about 20 miles away from where they're playing. It should be a lot of fun. But this is also one of the most heavily bet games of the year in the college world, simply because it's the only game in town. And there are a lot of folks out there saying, you know, play the under, play the under. 34 and a half points is not that many points. But you have to remember, too, that these teams are very familiar with one another. Navy is 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five matchups with Army. Yes. And the other number that I haven't heard much of but I found yesterday in preparation for this show is they are 5-0-1 oh, in their last six as a neutral site underdog, which they are, seven-and-a-half-point underdogs. What do you think about this game? Now, this game could get very interesting because Army will throw the ball, unlike, say, a lot of the uh, military academies. Right. You know, they will. They throw the ball more often than the other three. But does Navy have a chance to cover 
That's the secret here. Is that a bad number? I, you know, from what I, not only what I personally feel, but you know, I talk, you and I talk to a lot of other people. You know, we collaborate to, together and say, you know, you know, what do you feel about this game? And when you look at it, just on the surface right now, and I'm in Vegas. I'm, I'm you know, I, I've got the live odds up right now, and I think that seven and a half points might be a little too many to be giving an AB team that has the ATS record, as you mentioned, the last five to six years. Um, as of right now, I'm looking, um, I'm looking at Navy to cover the spread. Yeah, that's, that's a very good play. You know, they were seven and four this season against the spread. They being Navy yes. army was six, five and oh, I watched them play against wake forest and that game had about 125 points in it. <laughs> yeah. And, and the thing is, is that army had a chance to win for most of that game. They play an independent schedule. And it, it's not easy for them, but they were eight and three this season. And you know what? I, I like this army team. I have this funny feeling though that you can throw all these numbers out the window and, right. and look at it real simple. Army likely will win this game. Navy will likely cover in this game. I still don't know which way I want to go with this yet. You know what I'd like to do? I'd like to tease off. Uh... I'd like to tease Navy up to thir- plus thirteen and a half. Okay, there you go. And tease that and tease that uh, that total up to forty and a half. And there you got your your teaser. And there you have your play. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think right there. I think the teaser we talked about last week hit. Um, I like that teaser right there. But but seriously, I'm my money's going to go on Navy. There's no doubt about it. This is their game. This is. This is this is their season, and these teams, you know, they're academy teams. I don't want to say they hate each other, but but they know, do. There's some pride. They do. They do. No, they do. Things. They do. I learned this when I was a kid. My cousin had just returned from Vietnam. I guess I was. It was like 1972, 1971, and he absolutely hated Navy. Absolutely hated them. And that was my very first indoctrination into this game, too. And I always remembered that. <laughs> they don't yeah, like each other much. Yeah, my father was an Army Air Corps guy in World War II. So, and, and he wasn't a big better. You know, he wasn't a, you know, like we, you know, he didn't look into, into the games as close as we do and, and bet on them. But uh, every year he was cheering for Army because uh, that was that was his team. The Air Force was part of the Army back in World War II, the Army Air Corps, and he loved Army. So um, I hate to go against you, Dad, up, up there uh, looking down on me, but it's, it's Navy for me. Yeah, see, I don't ever want to lay three-and-a-half points or seven-and-a-half points either. Those are f- way too close to key numbers for me. It, it has to be, if I'm going to make that play, I'm going to play Navy, uh, you know, take the points, play Navy. And keep my fingers crossed that they can come through. They've done a great job covering, though, this year. Oh, they have. They have. And then that whipping they gave Temple, that was a pretty good one on the road. The only game they really looked not so good in their last five was the big loss on the road to Notre Dame. 
So, yeah. you know what? They've played pretty well. A couple of bad bounces, and, and they're in it. They played ECU, and they lost by three at home. They lost by seven to Cincinnati, who was ranked second in the country at that time. So they've played some really close games. And then, you know, the, the Tulsa game. That was an interesting game, too. I thought they were gonna, the, I thought they were going to lose that game. And the defense held them off. In the fourth quarter, it was a nice game. So I guess I'm going to do the same thing you are. I'm not going to tease it, though. I'll just play Navy. My plus seven and a half is my play. That's our, let's call it, that's our, our play. play. Navy that's plus our play. seven and a half. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do I'm it. Go better, I'm going to go better after the show. There you go. I would, too, if I was there. Um, That's for sure I would. I, I miss Vegas in that respect. I miss the weather. I miss the taxes. I miss uh, the whole thing, really. But uh, early betting advice. You know, we've got these bowl games. The bowl games came out on Sunday. The lines were up on Monday. Let's talk about these bowl games. And some advice for people who want to bet on these games. Or should they bet early? Should they wait? Whatever. What kind of advice do you have for the listeners? Because I have a whole list of things, actually. Well, hey, listen, I, I I can guarantee you have a huge list. My biggest concern is two words, opt out. There you go. That That's number one here. Watch for player yeah. opt outs. Opt out. And until we know, in some of these lesser bowls, um, take one of my – I don't mean to laugh, but look at uh, – what is it, the, uh, the Cheetos Bowl or uh, – uh, I'm looking at the bowl schedule here. Boy, you've got 40 bowl games, um, excluding the the, uh, the the top four. Um, but you've got 40 what I call lesser bowl games, starting out with the Bahamas Bowl. I mean, I don't, you know, Middle Tennessee State, Toledo, Coastal Carolina, Northern Illinois. You won't see many opt-outs there. They don't have any any. Uh, athletes that uh, look like they're pro material but then you go over to some games like the gator ball where texas a&m plays wake forest you know new year's eve new year's eve ball or you look at a game like uh let's see so i go down the schedule the first responder bowl december 28th air force versus louisville louisville's got a couple a couple guys on there that uh probably get drafted but when you look at these college bowl games make sure you know if any star running back wide receivers you know guys that are going to get drafted fourth fifth round third round whatever you got to really look and make sure well if, if you lose a key player it just changes the whole look of the team it has to it, change it really does it does it really yes. does you know, one of the big numbers here, this is this is something right here to pay attention to. Pitt Panthers quarterback Kenny Pickett is probably going to be one of the top picks in the draft. Now, he yes. was he was on uh Colin Cowherd's show yesterday. And he said he still doesn't know if he's going to play in his bowl game. So you, you know, that's a big thing right there. That's like West Virginia. And that's Virginia. where you wait. Yeah. Yeah. That's like West Virginia. Yeah, I don't mean to interrupt ago. you, Phil, but that's where you that, that's where you wait. You wait to see. You don't want to get bets. A lot of guys have the, you know, they want to get the good number, and that good number might turn into be a lousy number if you lose a couple key players on the team that that, that you're betting. 
Well, that's just um, it. That that's the bottom line. So you want to wait there. You know, Baylor quarterback, the the Bohanna kid, he could play, and that's another thing you want to watch for. Besides the opt out, look for players who were injured early in the season who would have made an impact, who are now right. back in time to play, because you can bet they're yeah, going. It's, it's, especially seniors, because this is like you said with the Navy game. This is their last chance, but then this is a like an audition for them before they go to the combine. It is. And you want to watch that. It so, is. You know, the you know the combines are key. You know, you know, you mentioned the combines key. You know, you want to see guys got speed, strength, agility. You want, you know, you get a good close-up look at the guy. Um, and, and so that's key. But guys that are auditioning to get to, to be a higher pick, you know, guys that have been injured. That's a good point, Phil. A lot of people don't don't look at that. But when you bring it to people's attention, and uh, this is something that we have to take into consideration, and and I will, I'm looking closely at uh, at these at the players that are, are going to play, and you'll see a lot, you know, a week before the game, guys will start, you know, talking, discussing with, uh, they can't really talk to agents yet because they're still in school, but they have advisors. And they'll say, listen, it's probably not a good idea to play. What if you get injured? Um, but that opt-out is, is the first thing, the main thing that I look at. Um, it's at the, the Cheez-It Bowl. Clemson, Iowa State. Both teams have, have uh, some de- some decent players. You can see some opt-outs in that game. Um, now, the, uh, the playoffs, the uh, top four, Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, Cincinnati, um, there'll be no opt-outs. These guys are playing to win. They want to get that ring. They want to get the endorsements that come afterwards that they can get now. And so, those are those. Next week we'll we'll deep dive into those uh, those games. Which is, uh, I wish they had eight teams in the playoffs. That would be nice too. That think- we'll, we're going to debate that next week. We're going to talk about how they can make the playoff system better. Four teams. I don't think that's enough. I agree with you there, but. You know something well, else. Look what the first game would be. Yeah, no, the first game would be Alabama. If you had eight teams, it'd be Alabama, tentatively Mississippi, uh, Mississippi, Alabama, Mississippi. That'd be a tough game. That would be a very these teams tough hate game. each other. Yeah, and and then Michigan would play Ohio State two yes. versus seven, and Georgia would play Baylor. These are great games. We're on missing neutral out fields, I, too. on neutral fields. I think. College football is making a mistake. I think we need an eight-team playoff. I just think that would be huge. I'll tell you what, the sports books wouldn't disagree with that either. I think they would be on oh, your side. They'd love it. They would, of course they they'd would. They'd love it. Oh, of course they would. But one thing that people don't realize is that no two offense and defensive lines are the same. Numbers no. matter, especially in the conferences that they play in. So you want to pay attention specifically to sacks. And more importantly, you want to pay attention to sacks allowed. This is a big, big sticking spot for a lot of would-be betters. And they get in big trouble because they don't pay attention to these things. And they go, wait, how in the world did my guy get sacked against the team from the uh, American Conference, for example? How did they dominate our offensive line? And, And that's the same goes true with the regular season if you're not paying attention to what happens during in the trenches 
then you're going to be in big, big trouble, especially in these bowl games with teams that are not familiar with each other, for one. Two, from conferences, some of them are power conferences, huge, huge conferences, competitive, and some aren't. So you have to really pay attention to those lines. Pay attention to the offensive line and the defensive line, what they do and who they did it to. You've got plenty of time to knock out these games that you've chosen to bet on. Now you got to put it together and study a little bit. That's a, that's a good point, Phil. You know, you, there's a lot of time. I mean, these these lesser bowls, the Bahama Bowl, Cure Bowl, Boca Raton Bowl, those are, you know, next week. They started off. Those, you know, people like to have a little action, but they're, you know, lesser games. But you have time for these bigger these bigger bowl games. And it starts, you know, I mean, people are going to look at games like the Liberty Bowl, Mississippi State versus Texas Tech. They're going to look at the Holiday Bowl, North Carolina State versus UCLA. Those will be good games. Those will be very good games. Oh, but you have time to to study, to look at the matchups, see if they have common opponents. Um, See what teams played, you know, a a common opponent. It won't be many, um, but there, there will be some. And... Look at those key numbers, like you always say, the three and a half, the seven and a half. Um, you know, and you'll, you'll rarely see double digits in these bowl games because they try to match these teams up pretty well. They do a good job when the, the bowl committees at matching the teams up to play in these bowls. I agree with that. Oh. I agree with that completely. Oh, you have to excuse me with that. Yeah, they're, they're calling me already. They're they're calling up for trying to figure out what's going on with uh, these games. Come on, guys. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't you worry, <laughs> folks. We'll have it for you. Uh, you know, since 1980, teams with 10-plus wins are 12-0 and straight up and 10-2 and against the spread in games that are before December 20th. That means they were hot, they had great seasons, and they carried it over the, the – the, uh, time between their last game and the bowl game wasn't as long and, and they crushed and there are three teams I want you to think about this week you want to look at Fresno State that's one of those teams that call it, that fall into that 10 plus win teams App State is another and UAB Alabama Birmingham you want to look at those three teams and probably play them on the money line because those teams win and 12 and 0 against the spread is not such is not a bad sample size especially since it's been since 1980 so it's it's a pretty good sample size and something that you can investigate further i love it phil i just circled that right there because that's a fantastic stat um hey i really appreciate the information i know i'm on the show but that's some good information for me here um that's something to really take into consideration because I'm going to bet some of these games before I leave, I like to have a little, I like to have those tickets. You know, I'm old school. A lot of guys say, you know, deposit money, put it on, you know, bet the app. But I like the old school going up to the window, laying the money out, having the tickets. And I bring them back home to Florida with me. And when I hit, I just send them back to Vegas and they send you a check in the mail. It's great. But that's that's an awesome stat, Phil. Thank you. I have to thank you for that. <laughs> well, yeah, because that's, those little things mean a lot, especially in these bowl games. And, and I try to keep that in mind and try to find things like that. Now, also, there's another thing that you really want to be careful of. I'm not going to tell you to avoid them. A lot of people will be promoting them to you. 
be careful with parlays in these bowl games because a lot of funny things happen too. You know, again, you've got these opt-outs and who knows if the kid's going to play. You don't know until they actually hit the field in some cases whether or not a player is going to join his team. You know, it's money talks. And some of these kids get big money to sign with agents and, and big promissory notes and such. So I try to avoid parlays. And the other thing that I really can't stress enough is you don't have to bet on every single one of these games. That's a lot of games. Football's a hard sport. Bowl games are tough, really. For me, they are. We've enjoyed success, John, but they're still not easy. And I always tell people to, you know, you don't have to bet on every game. Continue with your bankroll management. Maybe set aside a certain amount of your bankroll for the bowl yes. games and act accordingly. Absolutely. And, you know, you have to look at these coaching changes, too. Um, and I'll, I'll give you one example. That's a great, LSU great plays Kansas State, you know, and um, with with Kelly going to LSU, the LSU staff's going to be, there's going to be shakeup. Are these guys really preparing? Are these coaches really preparing? I'm talking about the LSU staff. Now, that's a game that we're LSU right now early, and I, I know the, the, the spread's going to move, but I believe it, it opened up at LSU minus two and a half. Now it's Kansas State minus one um, because of the situation. But how prepared will a team like LSU be, and how much into it will these assistants for LSU? They're, they're all worried about finding new jobs for next season. And you have to, you know, look at things like that. But uh, and I will, and I will, um, and I'll be honest. It's I, you've been doing your homework. I can tell. I'm gonna have to start doing my bowl homework uh, when I return from Vegas. Um, like I said, I'll bet a few games before I leave. But it's a, it's an excellent point, Phil. I, I love those stats that you threw out there for everybody. Well, that's important to have numbers to back up what you say. You know. Uh... Yeah. I have people challenge my NFL record this year, and, and it's kind of cute because it's all documented. You know, the first four weeks of the season, I was still writing for Sharp Apps, so those numbers are there. And after right. that, as soon as I left them, I downloaded one of these little betting trackers from Action right. Network, and they're all there. So from the time I left Sharp App, I'm 40, 18, and 1. So. The 59, 33, and 3 I gathered up in the four weeks I was with Sharp App. I can give you those phone numbers if you want to call someone and check it out. But we've been crushing, and that's enough of that. And, and these bowl that games. That is enough of that because I've got your games, brother. I've got your games. As a matter of fact, let me, you know, I, uh, I post my games on Twitter, throw them out there, and the one Monday night came, and hey, just this past Monday night. And boy, I'm just thinking to myself, can you know, can Buffalo pull it out? New England's playing good ball. They've won six straight. Boy, Belichick's got this team playing good. And sure enough, my buddy Phil sends me a text, and he says, "I'm taking uh, my money's on New England money line plus 125." Well, right, at that I point, I think he got my text back. Oh, Phil, you don't mind? I want to tweet out my play. You've convinced me. New England's the play, but I'm going to take the points. That's the, that sure would have been a smarter play, obviously, but yes. Well, I like the, the hey, listen, that money line's great, but um, for for you know, I'm able to put the three unit 
um, or five unit, depending on how confident I am. So I made it a five unit tweeted play on Twitter. And uh, I have you to thank for that. So thank you, Phil. Well, I appreciate it. You know, um, I, I think I snuck one over for the day before too the pit. Panthers game. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yeah. And you know what? I, I wasn't going to mention it because um, we were talking about this, but that's another game. It was a gift. You've you've showered me with with many gifts this season, and and I'm grateful. It it enhances my my betting experience. Um, I put it along with some of my games, uh, and you know we all need to have someone like you. Um, and, uh, to bounce, uh, games off of, and it, and it helps. It makes us all better sports betters, better handicappers. And it, it, it's just, a, it's a good situation. And, and what you bring to this show, uh, doesn't even rival what I've done for you. It's amazing. Your input, your experience, you're a legit guy and it's really helpful. You're not creepy or strange. And you know your stuff. Plus, you're fun to talk to. <laughs> I knew when oh, the fir- I, I knew the first time when I called you. I said, uh, "This dude is the real deal, man." <laughs> Plus, listen to his voice out there, folks. He's got the best radio voice in radio. I love it. Thank you, Phil. You know, I want to be the next art. You know, be the next art. Well, I know George Norrie has the job, right? You know, and I could stay up late and and be on the radio for five hours and talk about aliens and ghosts and everything else, but I prefer sports. Hey, man, listen, I, I used to listen to that show of arts. I guess it would be Sunday nights because I was yes. always off on Mondays. Now, he was there five days a week, but it was from 10 p.m. until 3 a.m. in Vegas, so I would listen all five hours on Sunday night at my grandparents' house, most of the time with my grandfather. So, yeah, Art Bell, a radio legend, uh be a pioneer before his time. You want to talk about a guy who went out there and did his own thing, set up his own studio, and he had over right. 300 stations. He was one of the first syndicated radio hosts, and his wife played tennis where I was uh, the director. What a nice lady. He was a nice guy. He, he didn't show up very much, but it didn't matter because he was Art Bell, and he showed up on my radio every day just like we do here. And, and people are listening. They don't want to hear about Art Bell. Maybe another day. You know what they really yeah, absolutely. want? Absolutely. You know what they want, right? They want to pick for they the night. They want tonight's game. Of course they yes, do. they do. From the Steelers, we've got the Steelers. They're plus three road underdogs. The total is 43 and a half. Minnesota has been riding a struggle bus. What's going to happen here? What? Who do you like and why, John? Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you who I like him. And, and, and this is a better game than people are, 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 are giving credence to. This is a game. The Steelers are playing for their playoff lives. Yes. Um, we are, Big Ben's already announced this is his last season. I think that'll kind of rally his teammates to play a little better. But Pittsburgh, until last week, where I believe it was six or seven sacks, uh, they sacked Jackson six or seven times. I'm not sure the exact number. Uh, maybe it was seven, but the previous two weeks, you know, Pittsburgh did allow 41 points. Um, then they got TJ Watt back against the Ravens. And just by having TJ back, it seemed to inspire the whole defense. Um, they, they came after Lamar Jackson. Um, 
what did they what did they hold him to? 19, 20, I believe it was 20 points, 19 points. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going off memory. But Kirk Cousins has been struggling with Minnesota. Um, it's been a tough season for him. I don't think that uh, I don't think that Minnesota has the um, just just has the, the the will. I'll just put it that I don't think they have the will anymore. I think Minnesota knows their season's basically over. Green Bay's running away with the division at five and seven. No, there's uh, what seventeen game season now. So I mean, at five and seven, sure, there's a chance you can win some games and, and sneak in get a wild card spot. But you have to remember now, Delvin Cook's out. He's out again. They got that kid uh, Alexander Madison. Now he stepped up last week. Mm-hmm. Got about ninety yards rushing. Plus he caught the ball a few times. Um. I really look at this matchup as Pittsburgh having the advantage. Um, I really think that Pittsburgh will beat Minnesota. To be honest with you, I like the Pittsburgh money line. That's a bold call right there. Now, I don't know if I want to go that far. Now, Dalvin Cook, (laughs) since you're out west, you probably didn't have a chance to see this. But he's now listed as questionable, and he's a game time oh, really? decision. Yep. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I was yesterday was big travel day. You know, it takes well, a yeah. Don't worry East about Coast that. Yeah. Don't, no, no, no. That, yeah, he's probably so he's not going to play anyway. I, I don't think they're going to risk his future in a game they probably aren't going to win. But uh, here's some funny things about Minnesota: they've allowed thirty or more points in in the last three games. That's one thing I dug up. That was easy to dig up. They've also lost four of their last six games. That was another easy one to yes. dig up. This one took a little more work, but in 11 of their 12 games are just, were decided by eight points or less. Wow, yeah. They've played a lot of close games, and obviously their record of 5-7 and seven tells us that they probably lose a lot of those. Now, Michael Noonan is a big Minnesota Vikings fan. He does the Monday show with me, and I think he goes against them every week. But... Uh, <laughs> But I'm going to give you a good I can't reason. Blame them. I'm going to give you a nice right. little number here that we've used to the good ones, and it didn't pan out the second time, but the third time is always the charm. 31 19 and 1 against the spread record as away underdogs during the Mike Tomlin era. That's since 2007. He's been the head coach. 30, did you say 39 19 and 1? 31 19 and 1 against the spread as away underdogs. That's pretty See, good. That's, that's huge right there. That's huge right there. Let me ask you this, Phil, mm-hmm. if you don't mind. No, I don't mind at Cousins all. Cousins has time and against this Pittsburgh defense that's come together. Do you think Cousins has time in the pocket? They're going to have to utilize that passing game. And if they come after him and he's rushed, turnovers, uh, you know, Pittsburgh's out to Pittsburgh's out to win this game. Yes, they are. It's a tough environment, Minnesota. There's no doubt about it. I mean, the the, the fans are still going to back the Vikings. They're loyal fans. It's loud. I'm not saying Seattle loud, but it's indoors. It's going to be loud. It's going to be tough for Ben. The question is, is Cousins, is he going to be able to get that ball out in time? You know, you need to get it out in a couple seconds. That's the question. I mean, there's some questions in this game. You might have talked me off the money line. Uh, the three and a half 
is a good is a good number to take Pittsburgh, but it all comes down to the matchup: Pittsburgh's defense versus Minnesota's offense. I'm not really concerned about Minnesota's defense at all. No, I think Minnesota. I I kind of am, but I don't think it's going to be the highest scoring game. I think the no, big, I have it at uh, yeah twenty to ten. Yeah, um, somewhere in I, there. I, I think I'm, you're I'm, right. and, and I'm I'm leaning more Pittsburgh. Maybe you know what? Maybe twenty to seventeen Pittsburgh would be a more realistic prediction in the score. Um, twenty to seventeen, right around there. But I, I still think Pittsburgh pulls it off. I I don't know why. I might be crazy. Um, you know, sometimes I, I I you know. It's nothing wrong with being crazy because you're usually right. So what I'm I would say this. You know, one of the things that Pittsburgh does very well is get to quarterbacks. One thing Kirk yes. Cousins doesn't do very well is is respond when he's in a hurry. He doesn't have a very positive response. He's also missing Adam Thielen tonight. That's a big one. Now you can double team Justin Jefferson. If you're playing, da- you know, if you're playing daily fantasy, you're going to be putting Conklin in your lineups, or if you're in season long because the guy's been getting like seven, eight targets, and he's missing Thielen. But Pittsburgh leads the league in sacks. And they allow the fifth fewest passing touchdowns this season. I like what the Vikings offense has done at times this season, but without Adam Thielen, I don't think they have enough. I just don't. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be difficult. There's no doubt about it. It's hard. And, and then Pittsburgh covered last week as underdogs again, and I think they're going to cover tonight. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh plus three and a half. I'm going with Pittsburgh plus three and a half. Um, mommy, don't. Mama didn't raise no dummy, and uh, you're the man when it comes to. Uh, I've been I've been cashing with uh, Flash, that's for sure. So I'll continue to do so. My money's on Pittsburgh plus the points. Yeah, you got to take that. You know the money line's not a bad play. I think they're going to win this game. I think Minnesota's going to find a way to lose this game because they have. You know they played so many close. Eleven out of twelve games decided by eight points or less. Isn't that amazing, though? I mean, they they do keep it close. And that's important in the NFL. <laughs> it's so disappointing at the end for them, though. They're not going to have to worry too much because Pittsburgh's offense leaves a lot to be desired. However, they do have a nice running game. And Ben Roethlisberger has looked really good. He's only thrown six interceptions this season, I think. It, and that's the amazing thing. You know, he's lost so much. But, you know, he's still able to he's, – he's got the vision. He's got He's got his – his, he, he's just he's got the knowledge of a pro quarterback. He's got the experience of a pro quarterback. No longer, never really had the legs and the, and the speed of, but he always had that arm strength. And he's lost even some of that now. And it's sad, you know, because I I like to see a guy. You know, he's a nice guy, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. But you know, you look at a guy like Tom Brady at forty four years old, and you look at what's been thirty nine. Um, oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's just amazing to see guys, Aaron Rodgers, 37, and it's just amazing to see these older quarterbacks, um, you know, are they going, are they, are they losing, um, are they losing it a little bit? Yes, um, but it's just, it's just, a, it's just, for me, sad to see guys at the end of their career, but I'm hoping that Ben has a good game uh, tonight. 
as you are. Oh, yeah, I think he will. I, I look for the Harris kid to go off. I think he's going to run rough shot through the Vikings. We'll have to wait and see. What are you looking at week 14? What are you looking for at sun- on Sunday? You, you like any games right now? Or? Right right now, as, as I look at some games, I, I'm not being a homer. I grew up a Bears fan. But I think Buffalo coming into Tampa Bay, um, I realize, and we both realize, Tampa Bay has problems in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, they have some injuries to overcome. And um, last week, with no Antonio Brown, you know, the Buccaneers are loaded at receiver. But I I just feel as though the Buccaneers just laying three and a half points is is a good play. It's a play that I like. Um, as I look at some other games, I mean, you look at the, some of the bigger games, Ravens at Browns. That's going to be a big game. It's a huge game. I mean, it's I always call it the Browns against the Browns, but, but you know, I yeah, mean, a lot, of, that's what it a lot is, of the younger right? guys don't realize that you know that's who the Browns were. It's, you know, they snuck out at night. That's going to be a big game. One o'clock start. Ten mm-hmm. o'clock in Vegas. That's that's the wild thing. Watching football at ten a.m. in the morning. That's a nice thing, by the way. Your day gets over with about eight o'clock in the evening, and you can actually watch something other than football if you want. It's so true. And Phil, I'll be honest with you. I mean, it, it affects me a little bit. My my voice is a little bit dry. The dry air and and, oh, and everything else. It is kind of early. It shouldn't be. I should be. I should still be on East Coast time. But I'm looking at that game. The Ravens and the Browns closely. Um, not too much the Lions, Broncos. I'm interested Sunday night where the Bears visit the Packers. That should be a good game too. It should be a good game. The Bears play the Packers tough. There's your double-digit line. Do you have 11 and a half right now? Yep, I uh, sure do. Up. I, I've got my screen up. The lines aren't up. But, okay, so 11 and a half points. It's still, you know, everybody's going to look at the Bears, you know. is is uh, I, I believe they announced Fields starting, um, if I'm correct. Right. Um. So, that could put it. That could put into play. Andy Dalton just was disappointing. Nobody's paying much attention to to, to those teams. But getting back to that game, uh, it should be. It's on national television. It's a primetime game, a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I like the kid David Montgomery. The Bears have to pound the ball. Have to. I mean, they have to. And if, and if they're able to pound the ball and and, and keep Rodgers off the field. Uh, Adams off the field, that Green Bay offense. Weather's going to come into play. I saw Jim Cantori this morning, uh, you know, giving the weather for the weekend. There could be some weather in Green Bay. Um, but that Bills of Buccaneers, that's a game I'm looking closely at. I'm sure you'll have a take on that this weekend. I probably will. Um, I'm looking at these games for this weekend. I'm looking at the Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers. Panthers are... Two-and-a-half-point home favorites. I'm looking at that one a little bit. 49ers-Bengals. That's a big game. I, I like to look at games that have some meaning for both teams. And for Cincinnati and San Francisco, that game has meaning for both of them. Bills-Bucks, of course, I'm interested in that one. Dallas, what do you think about that uh, Giants-Chargers game? I think that could be interesting, too, considering the Chargers have to have a win. The Giants, is Danny Dimes playing? 
You know, I'm not sure, Phil. I got to look into that. Yeah, so, that might be an interesting one. I like the Dallas Washington game. Washington getting four points at home. They've played much better the last five weeks. They really have. Washington's surprising me. Um, I have a I have a, a friend that uh, writes, you know, a little bit of, uh, about uh, writes about Washington. Mostly covers Washington Redskins. Um, and uh, I'll get some information from him this weekend. I'll share it with you. Awesome. Um, yeah, usually it's Fridays he comes out with it. The other game I'm, I'm looking at with great anticipation would be this Raiders at Chiefs game. Now, um, that could be interesting for a lot of reasons. It could be. Not, I have this. I have the, uh, the number at 9.5, Chiefs minus 9.5 right now. Um, could be lower. But uh, I'm out of my I'm out of my element, as you can tell. You know, not into my desk. Right, I, I know how that feels. Screens, just traveling. You know, I'm looking at one computer screen and and uh, some stuff that I did write down. But I like this. I like this game. I like um, I like the matchup, divisional matchup. These teams uh, historically play each other tough. Kansas City. Hey, listen, they put it together lately. They're eight and four, right? Right. The Raiders at six and six. Another team. Probably playing for their playoff life. Um, everything comes down to you now. Weather comes into into play. Kansas City being an outdoor stadium. I call all these, you know, anybody who plays indoors, including the Detroit Lions, just or the Vikings for that matter. I consider them to be warm weather teams. They play in a, a dome and a controlled environment. You know, sure they're in Minnesota, Detroit. Uh, you know, uh, the weather. If a team that consistently plays you know or at least half their games indoors comes into the elements to play there's always a little bit of a worry um but i believe that the the raiders should play a pretty tough game against the chief i think the number's too high that's what i'm getting at that could be you know we'll have to look into that a little further it's still thursday we've got a lot of time i wonder what happens with the line movements i like to check that out but it should be a fun weekend it should be a great weekend for you in vegas Tell everybody where they can find you, man. Great stuff today, as always. Well, I'm always on Twitter. You know what? As my brother says, he's got his uh, text messages on alert, and then my Twitter, my tweets on alert. He says his phone buzzes 80 times a day. <laughs> 70 of them are my tweets. So you can find me at Merges John. Um, I promise you throughout the – I'll eventually – Phil, I'll eventually wake up. I really appreciate this information. I I, I – I, was privileged to be on the show today, but I learned a little bit more that's going to help me this weekend from what you uh, gave me and the rest of anybody who listens. I mean, this was some good information. Um, and I appreciate it, Phil. It was a fantastic time as always. We'll see you next week, partner. Have a safe, okay, my have friend. a safe time out in Viggy's. Oh yeah. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta, you know, make my bets accordingly. Uh, I'll be in contact with you before I place any major bets. All right. my ah, friend. I like to hear that. Anyway, you can find John over at Merges. John, that's M U R G E S capital J O H N. And that's going to wrap it up for today's show. Thanks to play up Sportsbook for presenting the show. Cash with flash. Best bets has all you need to make some cash this weekend with the flash until next time. Y'all take care of yourselves, be good, and most importantly... Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I... 
Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page.